in conversation on the voice of the cape 91.3 fm Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullah and welcome back to In Conversation, the other half of the team uh, this afternoon and uh, next up we're going to be talking about how relief agencies are surviving in the pandemic and we know last year was a very very difficult time for relief agencies because lockdown, uh, economic shifts, shifts and changes and so uh, yeah we're looking at, uh, to, uh, ahead to this year, winter's coming up, it's also the month of Ramadan, how are relief agencies responding? Now as COVID-19, pa- the COVID-19 pandemic and lockdown continues to take a toll on livelihoods and financial aspects of relief agencies, many have found themselves in jeopardy as they try to find ways to survive and keep themselves afloat. Once such NGO is the Muslim Refugees Association in South Africa or MRSA, a non-profit aimed at creating a harmonious relationship between locals and foreign nationals. We now chat to MRSA project coordinator Nuruddin Simpa. Nuruddin, assalamu alaikum and welcome. It's a pleasure uh, having you with us, alhamdulillah, and want, uh, Ramadan Kareem to you. Uh, I know it's only the second day, but alhamdulillah. Um, Nuruddin, one of the things that you know stands out very clearly is that the, eco- the, econom- the economy took a dive in uh, 2020, most definitely. Um, you know, people are not even talking about economic growth at the moment. And it's really been felt, I imagine, on, you know, the, 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 uh, on, on, on grassroots level. Uh, people, ordinary people in the street, not having as much to spend. So um, as an NGO that relies on relief, that relies on assistance from the public, um, was that very apparent in 2020? Were people less giving? Were people more giving? Uh, wh- what were you seeing uh, in, in the previous year? Yeah, in the previous year, you know, uh, people were giving. But the thing is, like, uh, as the pandemic affected so many uh, uh, families affected so many businesses. So um, we saw a decline in terms of the people who are knocking by our doors to contribute, uh, for example, their sadaka, their zaka, their nila. And you, it should be understood because many people uh, were affected business-wise. So if they don't have the income, then there is no way how they could support. But also, there are those who could you see that they opened up their hearts more, uh, as a result of uh, maybe what is going on in South Africa and across the world, they opened up. They could be willing even to give to little they have. So both of those aspects came in. And uh, also uh, in this 2011, uh, also uh, as, the, as, as we are proceeding with the month up to this month of Ramadan, things are, are picking up and people, they are coming by our office. Uh, they want to listen because if somebody, even if he doesn't give out the financial or doesn't drop a food parcel, but if you, you, you distantly he wants to associate with the refugees, you can feel that uh, even if, uh, however humble way somebody contributes, you can see that at least he's willing to come and associate with the, the people who are in need. Also in this period, um, we know that a lot of people have lost their jobs, their livelihoods, you know, forms of income. So have you seen an increase in the uh, intake or uptake of um, you know, people looking for assistance uh, from yes. the organization? 
Yes, uh, very much so. Uh, for example, like uh, um, uh, since the lockdown last year, um, we we have been like because um, last year, for example, if the lockdown one was not there, so we are feeding, we are giving out uh, food hampers, for example, on monthly basis, around uh, sixty hampers consistently on the monthly basis. That was uh, before the pandemic. But that number went up. Uh, people were coming. Uh, they were so much stressed. Some of them also needed the counseling and guiding because uh, mentally they were not so much stable. And we have approached two organizations now which are, which are giving, which, which we will refer our people to, and then they are given some mental support. But to answer your answer, to, to respond to your answer, yes, that the number of people who are approaching us, uh, it is overwhelming. And as you mentioned that we are a not-for-profit organization. Sometimes we feel challenged uh, because, uh, like, we cannot handle so many cases. Actually, now you are calling. I have just visited a family here. They told us to come and pick about ten food hampers. And there are also organizations which come and give out. But I, I'm telling you that the, the, the demand we have is overwhelming. So then the people who come, people, some there are some people who could come and actually help and render services in terms of refugees because they were working. But now they are at home. Some of them, as you know, that foreigners, uh, refugees from African countries, they have their uh, petty jobs. Others, they rely on wages. Others, it is informal work. So some of them, they, 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 they were cut off because they were part-time jobs, not full-time, not permanent jobs. So it is a hassle. And in the month of Ramadan, so it is, we have to do our best to make sure that uh, this pillar is, is fulfilled by these members who... Um, uh, who are in good health spirit, but the economical challenge. And then also, um, how else has the pandemic affected you? Because we know it wasn't just the economic challenges, but also uh, curfew, lockdown, restricted numbers, and just a whole new way of doing things, you know, sanitizing wherever we go. Um, has it changed the way that you've had to operate um, as a result? Yeah. Yeah, it, it changed the way in that, uh, for example, like uh, before we used to go, um, um, I, I, the way we are interacting with the people. But now the way we interact with the people, uh, even if we know them, we have to take uh, uh, protocols uh, as uh, given out by the Department of Health. So, like, for example, if we are doing a distribution at least 1.6 meters or more, uh, we have to sanitize, we have to make sure that the members who are given before we could allow, even if we are in a big space, for example, in Philippi, where we're feeding, not far from the Philippi East Police Station, the space is big. Uh, before, we could have at least 200 people there, but we cannot have, because of the precautions now, we have a few, and then you end up doing more, uh, provided you make sure that we at least uh, you will not spread the, the, the COVID-19 disease. Okay. But also, uh, in terms of like uh, going out to fundraise, also becomes a challenge in that you can't just go out and, and find sponsors because you don't know. Uh, so um, the way how we operate has been uh, changing. Also in terms of financial constraints, as we know that we rely so much on goodwill of the people, donors. So like if their businesses are not operating, so it means that they will not be able to donate their sadaka only that. So it means that if you are reaching out to so many people, then you have to reduce. We used to go as far as Antarantis, as far as Amanas, and taking their food items because they are refugees and people we serve there. But we have to, to cut down the, the, the trips we go there because of the cost implication, but because also take precaution of the, the pandemic. 
Uh, so, uh, Marasa is located on uh, the first floor suite number three, corner 7th Avenue in Cliffontaine at Belgaravia State, if I'm not mistaken. And you can call them on 021 637 They open up until yeah, 5 I can give PM. also the mobile number, which is 073 Okay, that number again? Zero? 073 Five double six. Yeah, so yeah they can get us on, on that number on WhatsApp and also on. Okay, zero seven three nine four one two five double six. And of course, the Muslim uh, refugees. And the website they can, if they want to contribute to their Sadakalila or or any whatever form of support a project, they can use our website and then their banking details there. Fantastic. That's www.mrasa.org.za. Uh, Nuruddin Sempa, project coordinator. Thank you so much, Shukran, for joining me this afternoon. All the best and Ramadan Karim. Ramadan Karim to you too. Shukran so much for giving us this platform. Assalamualaikum. In conversation on The Voice of the Cape, 91.3 FM.